Mutsop. Robert Kelly doing another podcast. In the hotel room, doing another fucking, you know what, dude, podcast, eating some fucking beef jerky. And Columbus, Ohio. Right now, Saturday night, after two shows, fucking amazing shows, sold the fuck out. So check it out, I'm going to do a podcast tonight, Saturday fucking night, hanging out, I was chewing some beef jerky, Uh, I'm hanging in the room with... uh, the feature for the week, Dave Landau. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, if you were at the shows this week, man, you know, sometimes I do these shows and fucking the middle guy is, you know, either good, whatever, mediocre, but, you know, if you were at the shows this weekend in Columbus, Ohio, everybody was coming up to me like how funny this motherfucker is, and I have to agree. Dave is a very, very funny guy. Soon to be uh, headlining his own shows. Already does, but you're going to hear about this guy. He's fucking hilarious. He's a creep. He looks like he's a professional fucking golf instructor. I mean, he just looks like you would walk by him anywhere and not even fucking give him a second look. Just an average guy. And But when he gets on stage, <laughs> the creepy shit he talks about... And he's, he's a cross between, um, he's a joke writer, he tells jokes, but they're true stories, he's telling stories too, which is, uh, is really cool, really, uh, really interesting stuff. What's up, Dave? How you doing, man? Not too bad, how about you? Good. Just being average. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you really do, I mean. I know. You wear golf shirts. I do. Every, I mean. You can't sweat through a golf shirt, though, the polyester. <laughs> yeah, but Instead you. Instead of sweating like a tiny animal on stage. No, like me. Yes. <laughs> well, we worked together before. Yes. Um, in Kansas City, don't mind, you, want, you don't want beef jerky, right? No, I'm good, but the smelling yours is wonderful. It is good, right? It is. Beef jerky is fucking. You know what's so funny? I was at the gas station because I'm smoking again, and uh, I saw the beef jerky. Right. And you know I'm not eating carbs because I'm fucking back on the you know diet, trying yes. to get my shit together again. And they have they you know they sell bags of beef jerky, whatever, at the gas station. But here in Columbus, Ohio. I guess beef jerky is popular. They literally sell sheets of beef jerky. Yes, sheets of meat. It's it's an eight and a half by eleven. It's a headshot of meat, and it's like you need a knife, you need like a pair of scissors, or, or you're just sitting in bed eating a sheet of meat. Eating yes, yeah, so a sheet paper of beef jerky. It is disgusting in every way possible. I I think it's amazing. I I was almost like, oh my god. Eat it in the woods with a hunting knife. Yeah, like you need a horse to fucking. <laughs> Actually buy that shit, but anyways, um, we doing we're doing the shows this weekend. Columbus has been fucking great. One of my favorite clubs, which I forgot that was one of my favorite clubs. Oh, it's just an awesome, awesome fucking. Room. The crowds are fucking great. Uh, the club is great. The guy who owns it is fucking great. Everybody who works there is fucking great. It's uh, set up good. The fucking yep. they don't let people in who are fucking too drunk. 
the people have a good time, but they, they don't talk, they don't yell shit out. It's been fucking great, honestly. One of the great shows, but also, you know, I work, you know, all the time with right. a lot of middle feature acts, but, you, you know, you are fucking one of my favorites. Thank you, man. You, you're very, very funny, very Thank funny you. guy. I'm not saying that to blow smoke in your ass either. I know. Just, you know, just... You are touching my leg right now, which is... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That would only be funny on radio, because on video, they'd realize I wasn't. Uh, that's true. That's true. But you, <laughs> you are. You fucking Bob Newhart. <laughs> what, what are we doing, old-time radio? <laughs> We're going to set up a whole scene that's non-existent, and it'll just be awful. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Dean Martin and fucking Dave Landau. Listen to them on radio. Um, it was actually really good timing with that, too. But, um, yeah, I mean, we work together. I'll give a little backstory for people listening. People who don't know Dave, you have a website? Yeah. What is it? It's uh, DaveLandau.com. DaveLandau.com. You got to go to it. Fucking funny. Really good shit. You got a CD on there, too? Uh, I have my email that goes to there that they can order it through. I gotta get it all hooked up for the CD to be available. But I do have a CD available. Right, okay. Fucking hilarious stuff. We're gonna get into some of your jokes later that were just funny, but, you know, it's good because you're different than me on stage. You're creepy, too, though. I mean, your jokes aren't, you know, you're one of those guys that, uh, you know, you you have well-written jokes. They're jokes. Set up, punch, tag. Uh, you know, but... And you deliver them as such, but they're, 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 you know, it's creepy. They are. Yeah, but it's because it's like you said, like, I come off as an average, unassuming guy. So yeah. this guy walks on stage who's five foot five with, like, product in his hair. Yeah, and don't speak yourself, don't speak about yourself in the third person, please, ever. Yeah. Just say you. When I walk on stage, <laughs> when I grace the stage. Yes, yes. When this fucking, yeah. But you, do, you do grace the stage. I do. It is, it is, I do a twirl. But no, I go, I, nobody expects to hear some of the shit that comes out of my mouth. And that's why I write the way that I do because by the time you're about five minutes in, you do actually realize how creepy the shit that I'm saying actually is. And the thing about it is it's all fucking true, though. I mean, I've been hanging with you. I knew you a year ago. Yeah. Over a year ago. We were at Kansas City Improv. Yep. Fucking middle of a fucking snowstorm, I think. Weird fucking snowstorm. Yeah, well, it was in April and it was like four feet or something. Yeah, some crazy shit. And you were actually, which was one of my favorite hotels I've ever stayed in because they have an indoor-outdoor pool. So, yes, you kept saying how you were swimming around like a dolphin or a fairy. And well, how yeah. You never felt well, because I was swimming in the snow in a heated pool yeah. outside. You were letting your hair get. And I'm bald. Outside. Yeah, right now. Yes. Your but you're saying that you just liked getting frozen and coming back in. You like you stick your head out and the snow was coming down. It was amazing, and the the steam was coming off of the water. And I felt like somebody out like the fucking Excalibur movie, like you right. know, the sword came up. Just magical. It was magical. It was fucking one of the best experiences. If you could ever swim in the winter outside in a heated pool in a snowstorm, fucking do it. Oh, it made me want to maybe want to do drugs. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I've done it. I, I get my hair all spiked up. It's frozen. It just feels good. <laughs> no. Well, we worked together a year ago, and uh, excuse me for eating. No, but I'm I starving. I understand. Um, um, in Kansas City. Yes. And this is the fucking weird part: is that back then you were drinking. Yes. A lot, a heavy drinker, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, you're, you're a small dude. You're, um, um, you know, small guy. You're not like a fucking. You wear glasses. Like I said, you're just like look like a regular dude. Back then, though, you were in flannels and you were 
actually a little heavier, and you were, you had the beard and yeah, I had the beard to disguise my triple chin that I was. Yeah, people I've done it, dude. I had a goatee. Yeah, yeah. I had a goatee for years to fucking create a right. chin. People were like, "Why? Why'd you grow a beard? Do I feel good about myself? To stop crying?" Yes, but you were a fucking drunk, man. Yeah, and we. Uh, it was weird because we had a talk. Right. We actually had this fucking deep conversation because I'm recovering. Right. I don't drink. I don't use drugs. Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much addicted to fucking everything. I'm, I'm battling sex and food and cigarettes for, for the, my whole life. And now, you know, But I've been sober off of booze and alcohol for 25 years. Yeah, and yeah, cigarettes are still a demon for me, yeah, too. Yeah, cigarettes are a motherfucker. But it's, you were fucking alky, and we had this talk. And you actually, it was weird, because I know, I've talked to people before, but I knew there was something weird, something clicked with you. I've seen it, because you actually were like, look, man, thank you for that talk. And you, it hit you somehow. And then I left. You actually, I still have the text message, thanks for that talk, yes. April 2nd of 09. 09. Yep. And you, it really affected you. But then you, uh, you went out, you went back drinking, right? I did one night, yeah. I uh, I went three months after we had talked and things were going pretty well. But I, you know, I obviously still had the devil on my shoulder, like we always do, yeah. just about giving in. So one night I ended up getting in a fight with my wife, and instead of just trying to stay home and settle it, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going for a drive, you know. That's good. Yeah, it's a genius idea. So I get out, and I go into my car, and I was maybe a mile from my house when I got stopped. You were drinking? Oh, yeah. I was, How drunk were you? Um, I blew a point oh nine, which is kind of a miracle considering that I think it should have farly surpassed that. Because I went golfing that day, yeah. I was drinking on the course, then I was doing shots, then I went and played poker. So, <laughs> like, it was a long, long day, yeah. you know. <laughs> and uh, and then, yeah, I, uh, I got pulled over and uh, basically... You know, the cop asked me, you know, how much have you had to drink? And as you, like every dumb fuck, I'm like, two. I had two drinks, and right. that's all. And then I got out of the car and basically fell. Right. And uh, then I ended up in a jail cell that night. In Detroit? In, in Detroit, yeah, which is a beautiful place. If you, I mean, that's when improv skills start coming in, so you don't get fucking raped by a gang of black dudes. Because <laughs> improv, I don't know if improv gets you out of that. No, but just like how good at improv are you? People, like, what are you, Wayne Brady? Well, it was kind of funny because I'm five foot five, and I actually got moved from the cell because they thought I was going to beat up a dude who was probably about six five. Really? Yeah, this dude was in the cell, and he kept. Uh, crying. I, guess, I don't know what he got arrested for, but he just kept saying stuff. And it was so funny because whatever he was on, he he was just delusional. Like, he kept saying things like, my wife's really fat, but I love her. <laughs> like, and I work at the carnival and Fuck. shit like Sounds that. like every guy <laughs> in fucking Pennsylvania. Right, exactly. <laughs> every guy from Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just like randomly saying some of the fun. And I, I'm trying to sleep, so I'm like, dude, please stop. You have to stop. And eventually, just like, I'm sorry, Dave. I love you, man. I'm like, don't. Just, I want to sleep. But my wife's fat. And this went on for hours. And right. eventually, I just started screaming at him while I was still drunk. Right. Next thing I know, they're opening up the uh, jail cell door, and they're like, okay, we have to take you. We think you're going to kill this guy. So yeah. I ended up in solitary confinement with well, you a camera been. on me. Oh, really? Yeah. But And then I ended up staying there. And then I, it, I just got fucked completely after that. I they, mean, The court fucked you. 
Oh, I mean, I'm not saying I didn't deserve it, but I mean, I definitely got you know. Just explain quickly what happened. What they? What did they? Fu- how? What? What punishment did you get? Just rattle it out. What the fuck it was? Basically, it cost me about twelve thousand dollars with lawyer lawyer fees, a breathalyzer in my car, and I had to wear an ankle monitor like Lindsay Lohan for the first <laughs> three months. So, so for the first three, this is one day of drinking. Right. You went out. You got bagged by the cops. Yeah. You got thrown in fucking jail. In Detroit, which walking around Detroit outside of jail is like jail. Anywhere else in the country, yeah. Anywhere else in the country, walking around Detroit downtown is like being in fucking jail. But you were actually right. in the jail in Detroit. Right. Then you had to wear a fucking anklet right. that could tell that you were drinking. Yes. How the fuck can it tell? I don't know. It just, it kind of hooks up to your leg. What is your ankle like, fucking? Well, it's from the sweat. Any perspiration through your Why? bloodstream. But I sweat from my armpit. Why don't they have an armpit, like, bracelet it's or something? Probably to embarrass you less, but it is kind of amazing to walk. Like, so nobody can see it. I right. Think they put you sweat from your ankle? I, that's the thing is, I don't think so, but they're able very... to detect it. Like, there's that's just crazy. a squishy little pad on it. Okay. So, but then you had a, you have this, this is the crazy part, is the thing in your car, which I, right. which you still have. Yes. It's you don't still... mind us talking about no, this. No, go for it. Well, you still have this fucking thing. We were in the car the other day, and I didn't, look, when I saw you the other day, bro, I was like, dude, you look like a million bucks. Thank you. You, you lost a lot of weight. You got a glow about you. You can tell you were fucking shit. You were sober. You can tell that you had your shit together. Right. And it's an amazing thing to see, dude. Especially, you know, people who, you know, you know, I know people that drink, and then when they stop drinking, uh, and you see that they got it, you know, that they're not doing it. It's done. It's a wrap. You can tell. And you can tell right. the other day when I saw you on Thursday that it was a wrap. Wednesday, it was a wrap for you. And, uh, you know, but we got into your car, and I didn't you, – you, all of a sudden, something started beeping in your car, <laughs> and you pick up this fucking huge gray box, yes. and you start blowing into it. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. There's a you, – you can't start your car without blowing it. You have yes. to suck your car's cock. Talk. I have to fucking – You have to yeah. blow your car – for it to start, just explain what that fuck it that is. Basically, I have to get into my car, press a button, and once it says sample, I have to blow in three times, suck back twice, and then blow in until it vibrates, much so like a cock. Yeah, it's much like your prison stay. In there, right? When <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot like Detroit prison, actually. Yeah, dude, it was so freaky. But then, yeah, except there's that, not four breathalyzers <laughs> in my car. But this is the weird thing: is that after that, it, every twenty minutes or randomly, it goes, it goes off, off while you're driving. Right, which is really sweet when you're in snowstorm. Or in a car to red light next to a family. Yeah. Or uh, when you're uh, driving in Chicago rush hour traffic and you don't want to slam into the car in front of you and the thing beeps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good because they don't want you to drink and drive because it distracts from the road. But this is the <laughs> fucked up part. We're driving down the street and the thing goes off. Yeah. And it's the most annoying beep, beep, beep. Like, you loser, loser, loser. Oh, yeah. It's like, you son of a bitch, failure, 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 blow, suck. And you have to blow and yeah. suck into this thing, but you're still such an addict. You're driving the car. You have a cigarette. Yes. And then you have this thing. So you won't throw this. God forbid you throw the fucking cigarette out the window or put it out. You fucking hold this. You have a cigarette in one hand. You're staring with your fucking knee in the other. And you're blowing into this box. Right. And for fucking. So your car doesn't shut off. 
As you're doing 60 down the highway, you fucking get arrested when you get back to the hotel. Exactly. Oh, dude, unfucking believable. Yeah, and if I fail it, you know, it ends up the car will stop. I can end up, you know, going to jail for failing a breathalyzer, like all kinds of sh- different shit around it. Well, just to let the people know, though, that this is uh, ten more days, nine more days now. Yeah, nine more days. It's yeah. gone. It's it's done. It's, it's out of your car. Yep. So you'll be able to drive your car without like blowing a human it. Being with no, <laughs> without blowing it. Yeah. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen, dude. It, and it it, the funniest tragic. part is that when you're, I'm in the car, I'm trying to make you laugh, so you fail. Well, yeah, so many people do that, so I have to keep beeping and beeping and beeping. I, I'd love to just fucking <laughs> get you stuck late at night in a fucking Walmart parking lot. Well, the worst thing was was when I was on the ankle thing, I had to carry around a modem with me to call in the ankle bracelet what? every single day. Yeah. What? So I had to attach this modem to a phone line. You had to attach your modem, the ankle bracelet, to a phone to line. To a phone line. Then I would have to put my uh, shin where, you know, my ankle where it was, right up next to the monitor, and then call it in. And then I would have to call to some very pleasant person who wanted to talk to me to make sure that they received the download. So I was doing this from hotels and all these other places, but when I'd stay in comedy condos, nobody would, you know, there's no out you know, outgoing yeah. service or anything. Yeah. So I'd have to go find a place, which was usually like a bar. So I'd be <laughs> sitting in a bar at like 3 o'clock like, hey, can I plug in my heart machine? Yeah. You know? And then I'm just sitting in like the back of a bar with think, all these people drinking you, with my <laughs> leg plugged in. <laughs> this is the thing, though, is that you're not the first asshole that had that... They probably have right, that. People, that probably happens all the time. They probably have a special phone line for alcoholics with some, ankle bracelets. It seemed that some did because right when they saw it, they're like, "Oh, right over here by the ATM, we yeah. use that line for your yeah. heart machine." Yeah, see the see the uh, line over there with a footrest, so you can yeah. put your footrest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, we have a TV too. If you want to flip it out, you fucking yeah, drunk. There's tissue. It's great. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. That's fucking. It's yeah. nuts. But I mean, I mean, it's a wrap. I mean, look. Dude, that's so weird though, is because when I, I stopped drinking, I quit when I was fifteen. Right. I, I mean, I went to, I was drinking. I started drinking when I was ten. Literally pints of Seagram Seven. I would just down them. Jesus. Yeah, I would. I I actually was taught how to drink by this uh, Jake, this kid Jake. Really? Yeah. When I was in, it was a, I used to hang out with these Italian kids, Frankie Policastro and Jake Gagliardi, who were two of, like the fucking. They were just movie cool dudes. Right. Back in the day, I mean, just Jake could fucking drink a pint of Soco in one sip, and it would he, the way he did it without gagging. He wouldn't let it hit his tongue, so he wouldn't taste it. It would just hit the back of his throat, so he could down it and not taste the alcohol, just have the effects. Then he, that's how he taught you. He taught me just don't let it hit your tongue. When you taste the alcohol is. When you want to go up, puke and shit like that. So I learned how to drop the back of my tongue, put the bottle up, and let it just fucking hit the back of your throat, and you could just truck shit. So wow, yeah, it was crazy. I used to I used to one sip, like a half bottle of peppermint schnapps, wow. and uh, I used to get fucking dude. I got so five. I remember one time. This is weird. <laughs> I think I was thirteen, yeah, fourteen or something. I was drinking so much, but I was still babysitting for this lady, like. <laughs> I don't know why I'm hanging out with the fucking these criminals these fucking crazy motherfuckers who are like you know from 15 to 18 and I fucking was this lady that I used to babysit for when I was a kid my sister babysat for I kind of filled in for her once in a while but I was a kid I was a, I was a kid I was, yeah. and 
she still called me once in a while, the babysitter. I think she was, she was a young mom. She was kind of hot. Right. And she didn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Right. So I went over to babysit one night, but I had uh, a bottle of white labeled scotch, half a bottle. Um, I hillbillied a whole gallon of wine, red, well, what was it called? There was uh, wine and whiskey, Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Oh yeah, Mad Dog Twenty. Oh, of course. A bottle of it, the jug where you have the little hook and you hillbilly it. Yeah. Uh, I drank a whole bottle of that with my friend Frankie. I had like three joints. Only that and OE, I think, had the hillbilly hook. Yeah, OE. What's OE? Old English. Old oh, liquor. No, the other one too. Wild Irish Rose had it. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Which was very was Mad Dog Twenty Twenty Two. Yeah. Wine and whiskey mixed is bum juice. Right. It, bum it, juice. Oh no, yeah. That's all. I would seriously get liquor in Detroit by yeah. buying a bum MD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's exactly what I would do. I drank all that. I went babysitting. I couldn't even. I was like, oh my god, I had to take a shit so bad. The lady comes <laughs> over to me. She goes, "Are you all right?" And I was like, "I'm fine." And she was like, "Okay." And she was still gonna leave. I ran into the bathroom to shit. I woke up in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I I shit half the shit came out and I fell on the ground with my pants down with a turd hanging out of my ass. I woke up for a second in the bathroom. I actually with, did that at my bachelor party. I'm not even kidding. But anyway, I woke yeah. I woke up with my looked up and saw my mother, my uncle, the lady, and a an, uh, fucking uh, what is the EMT guy. And I knew my pants my pants were on my ankle and my mother's going good. Let him fucking let him stay in his own shit. <laughs> Then I woke up in the hospital the next day. What happened? What'd you say? You shit at your bachelor party? Yeah, I passed out with a piece of shit in my ass. But it's funny that you say that about like the drinking quickly. Yeah, because that's what I did too when I was young. Yeah, like I wanted everybody to be like, "How's that small guy do that?" So I would seriously like, I learned how to bong liquor. So right. the first thing I bonged was a fifth of Bacardi in a beer bong, where right. my friend put in about a shot of Seven Up for good touch. Right, and just dumped it in. I drank it, and I was probably about 120 pounds wet then. Really? All I remember is I started tap dancing, I called the girl a hooker, and I passed out. Really? And I actually woke up to, in a closet, and I don't know how I got there, to a cop grabbing me. And then I was thrown down the stairs by the police officer. While this entire party yells, police brutality, police brutality. And I get into this cop car, and there's this girl sitting there, and she's handcuffed. I just remember her name was Jody, but she's handcuffed forward, and I'm handcuffed back. Okay. And we're in this cop car, and uh, she's just crying, like, I'm an A student, I don't want you to do this, and I'm like, hey, baby. You know, I just start fucking, like, hitting on her, yeah. just like a complete jackass. I'm like, you can call me tomorrow, it's no big deal, we can talk about this, you're not going to get in any trouble. The cop's like, David, shut the fuck up, you're going to jail. I'm like, seriously, you want to give me your phone? She actually gave me her phone number right. in the back of this cop car, and then I was trying to get her to give me a hand job. <laughs> And so the cop is just screaming in the rearview mirror for me to fucking stop. Right. And then that, that was actually one of the many MIPs that I had. But it's like, that's... When did you shit your pants? Oh, that was at my bachelor party. Yeah, well, what's that story? Oh, sorry. What the fuck story were you I just telling? I just went to a different story. You cunt. I went I was, to a Bonnie I was Wicker so story. excited that you were hitting on a girl on the back of a cop car, <laughs> and I was so excited that it was going to get to the well, point where I you shit, shit your pants. Yes! I was like, he shit on this chick is coming. Yeah, no, I, I, ah! I puked on her. But I, uh, Dude, let me tell you something real quick. I got so drunk one night on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Me and my friend Frankie got so shit-faced. I woke up in his house where he lived with his mom yeah. on a cot. Naked. <laughs> Couldn't find my underwear. 
<laughs> I woke up naked, like I, I, like I just blew guys. Like I just saw right. like, a, like a fucking whore, like some oh, fat right. chick after just sucking cock. Just laying out with developing lesions. <laughs> Dude, I woke up. I, I'm trying to find my underwear. I couldn't find it. I'm not kidding. A month later, I, I'm, I found my underwear behind Frankie's couch with a shit in it, fossilized. I must have shit my pants and just took my underwear off and threw the shit behind his couch. <laughs> Unfuckable. You you actually <laughs> no. What I did at my bachelor party was I didn't quite shit my pants, but apparently what I did was because I, I only know this from the pictures that everybody took with their fucking iPhones. Right. Was I went upstairs to take a shit and I passed out on the toilet. Right. So everybody gathered around me for a photo, and apparently I like just I stood up with just this shit dangling out of my oh, ass, oh, fuck. and then just walked past everybody and <laughs> then just went and passed out in my friend's bed with oh, a fucking turtle the next morning I woke up my pants are down I'm like I don't know what happened I, I didn't realize I had now pulled my pants up with the shit in it uh, and I walked downstairs and I knock on my buddy's room and I'm like hey man how you doing he's like yeah you had shit hanging out of your ass last <laughs> night uh, don't stand in here don't shake my hand go take a shower dude if you haven't shit your pants you're not a man no, that's I my agree. rule if you haven't taken a shit in your pants it's as happening. an adult and an adult, I mean, from fucking like nine up. Right. You're a, no, you're, I mean like twenty three <laughs> up. Yeah, you just suck. <laughs> you just suck if you haven't shit your pants. Exactly. But um, anyways, let's let's move it on. So yeah, you, you fucking one of the funniest guys. We were actually talking. I I, I saw your act uh, this weekend. I watched you, and uh, you're killing it, dude. You're just killing it. From thank you. You know, you don't go up like a lot of middle guys go up and yap to the crowd and where you from this and that and blah blah blah. And you don't you walk up. You engage the crowd, you go into your material from front to end, and then you say goodnight, and it's all solid. I mean, fucking boom, boom, boom. You were telling me one of your jokes tonight, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's got to be one of the funniest lines I've ever heard. It just makes me laugh. What, tell the joke, dude. Um, I go, my wife doesn't, you know, let me near the treasure, being her vagina. Right. Just that way. But anyway, it doesn't let me fuck around her, period. And I say, you know, it's probably because the first time I saw a string hanging out of there, I said, oh, good, you caught the mouse. <laughs> Dude, this is a fucking that joke hits you three seconds after you hear it, which is those are my favorite jokes where you hear it and your brain can't comprehend right. what the fuck you just said. Well, and then I soon, like is like three seconds after that you realize how horrendous it fucking yeah. is. It's just so <laughs> funny that you this oh, that's a great joke, man. And then you have the uh, you have another joke in your act that's funny, man. And I don't mean to fucking blow smoke in you, cunt, but uh, the one about the hamburgers that you actually got arrested for uh, throwing hamburgers at a hooker. True story, yeah. Yeah, tell, tell that joke, man. That's funny. Okay, yeah. My brother and I were at a White Castle, uh, and you can actually Google it. It's White Castle prostitute joke on YouTube. Right. And uh, my brother and I were at a White Castle, three in the morning, and we were both in high school, and we had just ordered a Crave case, which is a briefcase of hamburgers. Right. And my brother's just pissed drunk and shocking in my car. So as we're pulling out, my brother notices a prostitute. Right. So he just starts hucking cheeseburgers at right. her. Right, just right. hanging out the window, like, how much for a hand job? Bitch, Pat. <laughs> All right. And she I was, hit, she, oh, he's hitting her. He's with fucking the nailing her. He's he, hitting her. He Honestly, I'm hitting her. With Honest okay. to God, yeah. Okay. Nailing her. And right. then the joke is, you know, so then she pulls out a badge. <laughs> she's I, a real cop. Oh, she was a real cop. And I say, the look on my dad's face when the prosecuting attorney read, "Would you blow us both for extra cheese?" <laughs> and uh, that's true, though. The entire thing's true. And what's funny about it is. 
Uh, yeah, my brother was pegging this hooker on 8 Mile and Grash in Detroit with fucking cheeseburgers. Like, just railing her. And, right. uh, he's, he just, and she's fucking listening to every word he has to say. Like, can I throw in your ass for fucking extra french fries? And, uh, different shit like that. And he's pelting her. Huh. And she pulls out her badge. And the funniest thing is, is in that joke, I say the cleanest line that was delivered in the actual court hearing. Right. Because when we were actually in court... The female officer had written down everything my brother said. So here's this judge reading, or the district attorney and the judge, you know, just reading different things like, uh, you know, do you have you know, all the fucking perverted things my brother says? And fucking the judge is laughing, the DA's laughing, our lawyer's laughing, the entire fucking group, everybody in the courtroom right. is dying fucking laughing. <laughs> and the judge is just like, you know what, um, I'm, he's 17, I'm not going to charge him for soliciting sex. Don't, he wasn't driving, just get the hell out of here. And right. But the judge actually had tears in his eye from right. laughing so fucking hard That's at the funny. transcripts. It's stupid. And the woman just said, <laughs> kind of embarrassed. You should try to get those transcripts. I would do anything You for should him. put those in a, on the web, on your website. Yeah, it, it was so hard. funny because it, it, yeah. It Hang on one second, bad. I fucking, I think I, I keep smelling shit. I think the <coughs> room is low. It may have. No, it didn't. I think it's just, I left, uh, I left, uh, I, hang on. I, uh, I actually shit this, I shit this afternoon and I left it in there, which I do all the time. Which I appreciate it. And then you took a piss and it was just that fucking, that just Dutch oven it fucking It was a nine stew. hour shit rotting oh, smell. Fucking it was delightful. Dinty more beef stew. I ate a sandwich in there. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, um. So we're going to wrap this up soon. It's, uh, we're, cool. we're, this, I mean, this one flew by. It's already on fucking, like, almost 30 minutes. But uh, anyways, <laughs> that's the one thing about you. It's just that you're such, like, if you look at you, dude, I'd be like, this guy's just a fucking normal fucking, but you're a creep. Yeah. You're just a fucking creep. <laughs> I remember looking at you today, and I just looked at you, and I was like, this guy has definitely fucking just murdered somebody. You strangled something. That you have somebody buried somewhere. I actually have a line in my act about killing a hooker with piano wire, which is weird. What is it? What's that line? Uh, just how being raised Catholic, you can just apologize for anything. Like, yeah, I killed a hooker with piano wire. Two hail marys. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just a throwaway line. That's funny. I just I'm surprised when people laugh at it. Like, yeah, I agree with that. Well, you know what's weird is these crowds in, in Columbus, man. Uh, a lot of O and A fans have been coming out, which is fucking great, man. I love when they fucking show out and. Uh, and, uh, you know, because they get my shit, you know, there's people Absolutely. that, the people that go to the show, but, uh, you know, like last night, the bachelorette party, it was a bachelorette party that, that fucking hated me. And it's so, it makes me so happy that, like, I ruined somebody's night. Oh, like this girl's, I ruined her night. Her, one of her friends, you know, probably hated me and she tainted the whole table and made it so nobody could enjoy the fucking, cause if you, if you laughed and you're not my friend, she probably cock, comedy oh, cock blocked everything. So the whole night was fucking ruined, but everybody around them was fucking laughing. Oh, the, that's you, great. You, so you, I'm destroyed. killing, yeah. I'm killing, but there's one, I ruined somebody's night. Somebody's well, yeah. special night, you yeah, fucking asshole. one fat, miserable whore who's only there uh, because she, her friends have around so they make them look better, you know, when they yeah. stand next to this pig. She doesn't have a good time anywhere that she goes. It's a right. fucking guy. You know, everybody's wife has that one girlfriend, yeah. you know, who's just an awful human being. And you know that she just ruined it for everybody. Uh, and I, I was so happy. It made me so... I, I kept looking over there and it was just like waiting for me to say goodnight. And I just kept going and going. Right. And I... Oh, I 
fucking love it. Right, because your entire act's not about their thing. Yeah. It, and that, that's what they hate. And that's the thing you were saying about when I go on stage. I love the fact that ONA fans are there so I can actually do some of the darker shit that makes people laugh. Right. You know, and the stuff that I know that that crowd that you get enjoys. Right. And just the fact that, you know, tonight when you have somebody up there, you know, asking for birthdays and celebrations and this and that, when I get up there, I don't want them to remember that. I just want them to realize that it's jokes and that right. it's going to be comedy for the rest of the night. And right. it's not about your little fucking party. Yeah, this, you're, you're, yeah, exactly. You're here to see my show. Right. Oh, you know, you know, I'm not here to fucking entertain you as much as it is. I'm trying to fucking tell you my shit and hopefully you'll like it, right? Yeah, there's nothing exactly. where there's, there's just a bunch of tiaras and fucking sashes like I'm performing at a fucking goddamn pageant. Yeah, exactly. Fucking like there should be great so stage. Funny. This is the best part, though, is that these chicks are all on the tables with fucking cock drinks and cock cups. And Really? You can't take a dick joke, you oh, fucking yeah. whore? Yeah, they groan at a dick joke while they have one yeah. in their fucking mouth. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely good. One of the most, you're celebrating one of the most holy fucking things in the world, getting married uh, under God, your religion, and right. you celebrate that by fucking uh, cock straws. Yeah, and cock necklaces. Yeah, cock hats. And then going out and blowing guys in strip clubs and yeah. every other fucking thing that Which happens. is the best fucking porn ever, by exactly. the way. Exactly, yeah. That's so, how all guys know uh, what happens now, because when you think shit goes bad at uh, men's fucking Jesus strip clubs, dude. watch these bachelor bread parties the, on fucking the, the like, red tube. The hottest, the hottest one is when the fat aunt-looking bitch yeah. just... Sneaks a suck. Yeah. She looks around and just sucks it. Yeah, exactly. Licks the whipped cream off it. Deep throat. You know she just sucks a gray cock. But oh, she yeah. hasn't sucked one in like 20 years. Oh, of course. Because her just, husband's cock sucks. Oh, of course. And just, just does it just long enough to get the genital warts in her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Just... oh, the fuck. Yeah, you know, you know, you know the where friend? that guy's been? Oh, it's from... Oh, yeah, he just fucking sucked 19 cocks. Oh, it's like, no, yeah, literally another guy's mouth was on that in a tape behind a fucking dumpster at a yeah, Denny's. Yeah, because you know? let me tell you something. If you're a male stripper yeah. and you're not gay right. and, you, and chicks are blowing you, because these guys stop. Like, they let them suck it a couple times and then right. and then move on. Right. I would not be able to do it. I'd be like, fuck, oh, fuck, <laughs> oh, three fucking sucks and, and yes. spooge in her face and I'd be done for the night. Exactly. The worst male stripper ever. I'd be the. I'd just be uh, all of oh, the yeah, fucking. Oh yeah, just a new pair of lips every four seconds. Yeah, I'll I'd be, punch in for work at, at eight and be done at eight oh three. I would slowly come a little bit, and every girl there'd be little pre sem. Right, I, I would just I'd have uh, little <laughs> orgasms. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, so anyway, you're telling me, you're telling me other stories, man. Like you have so, dude, you have a fucking ton of stories. But you were telling me. Uh, when you're about Michael Richards, man, which was fucking crazy. I mean, we all work with comics. We've worked with dicks. I have my dicks. You know, everybody has dick stories where the guys treat. That's the one thing is you you, you meet these guys and you're like, ah, oh, you admire them and you're like, fuck, I can't wait to work with them. But sometimes you fucking work with these guys and they're assholes. You forget that, you know, a lot of us are fucking crazy. Absolutely. And your you, your expectations get fucking blown out of the water. But you worked with Michael Richards before... All the shit went down with him. Yeah, before the meltdown in L.A. Yeah, and he fucking treated you like, like garbage. Shit, yeah. As I should. I should yes. treat. No, I shouldn't be doing a, a pod, I shouldn't be doing a podcast with you either. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> I uh, no, and that's the thing is I don't hold anything against Michael Richards, especially now being. So, I don't hold on to anger, you know. But yeah. it's like basically I I'm doing this. So show. First of all, you're doing my podcast. It's got three listeners. Nobody's gonna hear this. You can be oh, honest. Oh no, no, I'm saying, this but I really gonna, don't. I stop don't. Stop it one second. This isn't gonna fuck up your chances in the business. Oh well, yeah, with the. Money. 
Michael Richards show and just yeah. <laughs> wear a hood and stick a How great would that be if Michael ass? Richards was a huge fan of Mark? He was just about to cast a show and he felt bad for what he did to you and was going to cast you and then heard this. Go. There's no fucking idea who I am. Right. What is this? <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> Thanks. Well, fucking dude. Me too. I'm famous. No. <laughs> I, uh... No, I get to. I'm doing a club in I'm LA. Getting the other beef jerky, by the way. I hope. I would hope so. It's not been nearly enough. This you is actually, what is it? Your fourth bag? No, this is actually beef jerky nuggets. <laughs> oh, good. It's actually like wet. Where's meat. your sheet paper? Oh, I wish you get one. If you could, if just you could, if, start on one end each and meet in the middle. If you could drive to. Oh, oh that is delightful. If you could drive. <laughs> Uh, you know what? It's not the shit. It's actually the beef jerky that smells. I thought it, it was is. the shit. I thought it was the feces. You and I'm eating smell. it because you can't fucking get in your car because you can't blow it after fucking 12 I can't blow it after I eat sugar. I can't eat a cookie and drive. <laughs> you can't eat a cookie. Yeah, because the sugar. He Alcohol can't, is sugar. This fucking cocksucker can't eat a cookie and drive his car. He has to eat a cookie and then hang out for 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Oh so much God. that sucks. Yeah. I just want to eat on the road while I drive, especially if I'm late <laughs> to the gig and it's just not fucking happening. Oh, my God. Go back to Michael Richie. Oh, anyway. So, I'm working at this club in L.A. And, uh, uh, you know, there's a bunch of big names there. Everybody gets, like, seven, eight minutes in L.A. or New York for people who don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, there's really good comics there. You know, there's, like, Dom Herrera and Kevin Nealon mm-hmm. and this and that. So, I'm bringing up all these people. And they're like, okay, Michael Richards is on next. And I'm thinking, holy shit, I fucking love this dude. Seinfeld's one of my favorite shows. Right. So, I go in the back and this asshole's doing, like, gymnastics. He's basically doing push-ups. And sit-ups, and I walk up to him, I'm like, all right, um, Mr. Richard, you're up in two minutes. He goes, don't you say I'm busy? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I, you know, I just you got to go on stage in a minute, and i got to intro you. And he stands up, and I put my hand out. I go, I'm a really big fan. And he goes, yeah, I don't do that. Don't shake my hand. When you bring me up on stage, walk off the stage and don't shake my hand. Oh and my then God. when I come off, I don't wow. do that. I'm like, okay. Wait a so, minute, stop, stop. He's... That, that's fucking crazy. Oh, it's psychotic. Yeah. That's fucking... Look at man. As a human being, you could say, look, look, I don't I don't shake hands or whatever. I just give the pound or whatever. Maybe Howie, your OCD. Whatever Howie man. Yeah, yeah. But OCD. Let me tell you something about OCD. You look, and I you, both have it. Yeah, we have it, but we're too poor to fucking do it, okay? <laughs> I can't afford not to shake a club owner's hand because I need the money, okay? Right, right. I need to shake fucking creepy fucking O&A fans. I know just fingered their own asshole today and didn't wash their hands. Right. I am going to shake their hands because they came out to see me. They drove four hours to see me. Oh, right. Yeah, if I was fucking a millionaire and I was loaded like fucking Howie and all these guys... I'd be fucking a weirdo, too. I, right. You know what? Take away their money for a year and see if fucking Howie's not touching hands. Oh, I'm sure he's he working be. at fucking Walmart yeah. as a greeter. Oh, he'll be hugging, grabbing asses. Right. That's a fucking... That's smelling what, people. That OCD shit. Some of that, some of that shit, the handshake and stuff, it's horse shit. It's horse shit. But with him, I really don't even think it was an OCD thing. I think it was just a, a complete... Uh, just, I'm, I'm wow. the fucking man. Wow. Kind of an attitude. And, uh... So, and I'm still trying to keep cool, so I'm like, okay, uh, what do you want your intro to be? And he goes, what the fuck do you want my intro to be? What do you uh, He goes, what the fuck do you want my intro to be? What do you want my intro to be? Yeah, he goes, oh no, he goes, what the fuck do you think my intro should be? What the fuck do you think my intro should be? I Big said, difference. Yeah, yeah. And I go, uh, Seinfeld, I guess? He goes, oh, so I'm a wash-up. 
I'm like, no, I just, if you're working on anything new, I can say it. You know, I'll gladly say it. It's not a problem if you could just let me know. Which most MCs, first of all, don't even, they're fucking such assholes. They don't even walk up to you. They just bring you up. Right. They're, such, they're so on their ego trip that they're like, fucking, they're not doing the job. You're actually doing the job going, look, man, big fan. You're trying to make him feel good. Right. And try, hey, what, what do you want me to say? Yeah, of course, Seinfeld, but fucking, you might, exactly. You might have something else. You, or you don't, right. they might not want to promote that. They might be sick of that. Right. So they want to separate themselves. You don't know what the fuck he wants. And he's, you know, he did a detective show in this net, so I don't know if he's got a new show coming out. Right, I don't know right, what he's right. going to be on. I right. just want to make sure that it's good. Right. You know, and and my thing is, too, is, you know, I'm seeing one of the few minus headlining paid spots in right. L.A., so I'm honored to be there, and I'm trying to do it 100% yeah, right. So, so, so I'm a wash-up, so now I'm just sitting there frozen, like, I don't know what the fuck you want from me, dude. fucking creepy, yeah, what are you gonna and say? And he just, he just continues being a dick, I don't remember the exact words, but he's basically saying, like, basically saying I'm an asshole and I'm done in the business, and just... You? Kind of, yeah, just mumbling shit, and I'm like, whatever, you're on in two minutes. So I walk up, and there's other comics there, like, big names, you know, that can see, like, some of this happening, and are kind of just staring at him, like, what the fuck? So... I go up on stage, and I just look at the owner. I'm like, can I just do a couple minutes? And he's like, sure. So I just did three minutes of the strongest shit I had to get the house pumped up. Then I said, please welcome Michael Richards. And I stood on stage with the biggest shit-eating grin I could muster, and I put my hand out while he walks up and just shakes my hand with the most angry, bitter face. And then proceeds to get the minute and a half of I'm Famous laughter to an entire room of complete silence. Like, what the fuck is this? And he's doing jokes, uh, I remember specifically, about how he had straws in his drink. And he's like, when I was in the war, I used to have to kill people with these straws. So people would... And he was just doing, like, karate moves, like like a six-year-old would do with a sword that they got in a kitty cocktail. Essentially, and, and was so what he, he was how, doing as comedy. He bombed. Oh, yeah, he ate it. But, and, he, and you helped that, you facilitated that by going up in three minutes of your strongest shit. Yes, I just wanted to So you killed for three minutes. Yes. You buried him. Yes, on purpose. Which is not something I like to do, but I had heard he wasn't very good, and he had made me so angry. <laughs> then I shook his hand with a big shitty grin. <laughs> yeah. And then, right when he was walking off stage, I made sure that I got on stage just in time to put my hand out so the entire audience yeah. could see, so he didn't deny it. And then he just gave me almost, like, the gayest... Like three fingered handshake, you possibly could. Yeah, just the little little like, but just enough so the crowd wasn't like, "Wow, that guy's a dick." But just enough. So let me. I mean, but I mean, look, you're not the first. I mean, he. Then three weeks later, so how long later? It was three weeks later, and I almost beat off in the personal pleasure I took in watching that happen. When he fucking flipped out at the at the laugh factory, it was about three weeks later. And then, uh, what did, what, didn't Jeff Garland have a story about that, too? Yeah, he had done a joke, or uh, he talked about it on Ron Bennington interviews, and I'm sure they're friends, you know, but uh was about how when Michael Richards got off stage, he was he looked at Jeff and said, tough crowd. <laughs> and it, like, you, know, like, <laughs> you gotta fucking, that is such a comic thing to say, though. Right. It is, I mean, you gotta give it, Michael Richards, whatever you think of him, whatever, I mean, he was a dick to you, that's such a dick shit move. Yeah. But the fact... That he was so oblivious to what he did. That's you have to say there is some comic in him oh, for actually course. saying that. And you can't be on a successful <laughs> sitcom for seven years yeah. without being somewhat comedically brilliant. Je- Jeff Garland, first of all, fucking funny guy. Phenomenal. But oh yeah, phenomenal. But he's one. Of, he's a really nice guy, man. Mm-hmm. Really fucking, really fucking good guy, man. Mm-hmm. He uh, he actually said some, he saw he said some really nice stuff about my scene in Louie and. 
you know, he didn't have to say that shit to me, but he was like, dude, you know, really good acting. Really fucking sweet guy. Really no, nice, nice nice guy, yeah. And he's fucking funny as shit, dude. God damn oh, it. yeah, he's hilarious. And on that show, I've never seen a better casting. He's the perfect management. God damn, I've, I've right? Just, like, I even put it above Ari Gold. Like, it's just a perfect casting. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And everybody Because he's more real. Ari. Yeah, that's the thing. Is everybody raves about Ari Gold, and it's like, no, Ari Gold is the Iron Man of agents. You know what I mean? It yeah. comes off kind of... Weird, where you know, there's just so much honesty and truth behind Garland on that oh, show. Oh, fucking that goddamn fucking entourage! Ugh. Yeah, so, oh, I know. It's there's nothing more I'd rather watch than some fucking rich, you know, almost teenager get laid every single week and have everything work out for him. But don't get it wrong. <laughs> if me and you got offered a part of it, we'd be on it. Oh, in a heartbeat, it would be the best I'll show play ever. A bus boy. Oh. I'll play a guy he fucks. I don't <laughs> care. I'll take the money. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would play. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck I'd, Turtle. I'd be Turtle. I auditioned with Turtle. Did you really? Um, you could. You actually do look like Turtle. Back then, I looked more like him, too, but they fucking... God damn it, did they not pick me, dude. I'm from Boston, too, but they wanted a New York I think York you'd guy. be better. Well, that cocksucker, man, that... Ugh. He's so mediocre. Well, that's why. He's just average. Everybody on that's kind of average. Oh, how fucking... Matt Jones, brother... Oh, Kevin Dillon. I love him. A, loved how him lucky is he? <laughs> how lucky is he, though? He got a, a, a fucking gig playing a shitty actor. Oh, and he's a shitty actor. Shitty actor, yeah. Fuck me, dude. Right. My life stinks. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> he really, that is really the best role to get. Is that he never changes the character of the whole thing, too. Like, when he's acting in movies, he's still Johnny Drama. Oh. And Johnny Drama is just fucking... <laughs> I'm, like, so... I'm choking on fucking beef jerky. It is kind of funny too that you have to be the uh, you're the shittiest brother, you know, like oh dude, he's like, he's fucking missing like three chromosomes off of Matt Dillon. Oh, I know, like there's he's just this horrible. His eyes are just a little <laughs> too close together. Yeah, and he just he has that way where he speaks where only his the right side of his mouth moves. Yeah, like he's paralyzed yeah. in accidents. Then his skin is just a little paler than regular Matt's, like right. such a perfect human. Right, this cocksucker is just yeah, it's like fucking Patrick Swayze's goofy brother. Right. His eyes, he's got that fucking Frankenstein right. fucking, that, <laughs> that just drive-in movie theater forehead that yeah. just, yeah. Yeah, he's got that caveman <laughs> who sells insurance fucking which forehead. Is actually, which is actually a line now that I think about it that his brother used in something about Mary. He's actually describing Kevin. Really? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Well, anyways, I mean, you got a twin brother too, right? I do, yeah. But he's taller than you. He's six uh, one because he didn't start smoking at thirteen. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. fucking drugs. And I'm five six. Or alcohol. Yeah. Well, uh, now, but yeah, we'll you're five six, dude. I know. It, you know, I'm gonna put a photo up with this. What what fucking Dave looks like? He's just. <laughs> he looks like just a fucking asshole that will take your bags at a golf course. <laughs> But he's, uh, it's, you're a very funny guy, dude. I had a blast this fucking weekend. We got one more show tomorrow. And, um, so, uh, and, uh, your website again. What's your website? Uh, it's davelando.com. Dave Lando. Your jokes are up there? All I got jokes. And if you guys want, uh, please, uh, YouTube Dave Lando White Castle prostitute joke. I think it's something that should go viral. And I really like it to get hits. First of all, nothing's going viral. I realize that, but off I just of this try. podcast. Dude, nothing. I know that, but the only it way this still is, helps. It's not helping. <laughs> I'm aware Dude. that this is a... I'm talking into your phone. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> the fuck? That's why I do my podcast. It's Everybody has a podcast, and they get the microphones, and they have a I studio. Like the best, oh, yeah. These fucking cocksuckers. We're doing my podcast. Fuck that. I'm, no, I'm doing the same exact thing. 
I'm in a shitty hotel room in right. Columbus, Ohio, with an iPhone 4. Right. Me and you are sitting there. I'm eating beef jerky, and it's the yeah, same you're not shit. Yeah, two hundred grand for a studio. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, yeah. It's so I don't fucking have to talk to myself. That's what this podcast is. <laughs> exactly. All right. So if you're no, listening if to listening, this, and they can check it out to get one click on it. It clicks a click. Yeah. Fuck, well, dude, the fuck, of course they're listening. What else are you doing? Just fucking you're driving to work. I'll be listening gym? to it and remind myself to do it. Right. Exactly. So, anyways, that's the podcast. Fifty-eight minutes, almost. Uh, I mean, forty-eight minutes. It was a long one, but we were fucking long-winded cocksuckers we are. I'm sorry. And now... Uh, I'm a lot quicker on stage. <laughs> oh, dude, it's fine. It was fucking very interesting. Uh, and you know my website, because that's where you got this fucking podcast. So uh, thanks for listening. That's it. I was going to say Dave just staring at me blankly like he doesn't know what to do. because well, it said fag's asshole. Oh. For some reason, I just looked at you in the eyes. Oh, it's just uncomfortable. <laughs> We're out of here. Fuck you. Bye.